What is good, all of our listeners? Welcome to another episode, a special episode of Games and Groceries. My name is Adam. I'm Liz. And we're here to talk about the Game Awards. Woo! Liz, you're so excited for I'm the Game so Awards. So excited. So excited. Like, this has been, like, the premiere of of all awards. This beats the Oscars, the Golden Globes, the Grammys, all of them. I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Let's say that. So, welcome to a very special episode. Not very special, but it's special. Episode of Games and Groceries. We're going to be just talking about um, just the Game Awards here. So, no table talk topics or gaming news. Stay tuned for Monday's episode. Uh, but we just wanted to dedicate an entire an entire episode uh, on the Game Awards of 2018. So let's just jump right in because there's a lot to talk about. Just want to say disclaimer: uh, it was a three four hour show, and we're trying to highlight this in an hour. So if we didn't hit like your personal highlights, I mean that's your personal highlights. But this is just the highlights that we saw, we enjoyed, or uh, didn't. Or we didn't enjoy. Um, yeah, actually, there's a couple things in my notes where I'm just like, mm. but, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah. So let's just get started. And I'm sorry if we didn't hit your highlights. But these are higher highlights. What is good? So you're so rude. Jumping right into it, let's just talk. Very first thing, overall thoughts. Uh, what were your overall thoughts of the Game Awards? It was long, and yeah. by the time it was over, I really didn't care about anything. I was just like. Mm-hmm. I need to go to bed. Yeah, like it was just it just took like for a while. It's like oh yeah, it was great, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. and then it ticked past ten thirty, and then it ticked past eleven thirty. Yeah, and then I was like, wait, what did what? Why why are we watching this? <laughs> By the way, we're watching it on the East Coast, so that's why it's like so late. Yeah, uh, we're not in Los Angeles, um, but yeah. So I, I I agree. By the time like the Red Dead song came on, we're just like okay. Okay. Like okay. We we're so close to game of the year, and I'm just like, I don't care. Stop playing music. Mm-hmm. Um, my my overall thoughts too was it dragged on a little bit. Like uh, I remember listening to the CAD cast, and they're just like, why would we watch a four hour show? I'm like, isn't it like two hours, two and a half yeah, hours? It was advertised as eight thirty to ten thirty. Yeah, Eastern Standard two, Time. It was two hours. And it was just like, ooh, like. I'm I'm all game for watching a four-hour show. We watch E3 every year. Yeah. So it's not the time. But it has to be interesting. Yeah, it, it just felt like it dragged it a little bit. Um, but yeah, that. But I think it was much better than last year. Last year, it just felt very commercialized. Um, mm-hmm. Like McDonald's, is, uh, Uber Eats is sponsoring. Um, maybe I'm remembering wrong. I, I should have. See, uh, listen, I watched this Game Awards twice. Maybe I should have watched last year's just to review it. But I feel like just the lineup itself, it just felt so much better than last year. Mm-hmm. But it did drag on a little bit. Yeah. Much like our overall thoughts. Um, I feel like it should have had less categories, especially with the esports. And we're going to talk about that for a little bit. Not to say that I don't enjoy esports, but it just felt like they just had it just to have it. You know, yeah, like they had it because they felt obligated, obligated, to obligated know. to have it. Um, if if you're going to breeze through a bunch of them, you know, yeah, like maybe you should think about doing less. And I'm going to talk about that in a little bit. So I don't want to spoil it. Um, there's lots of live music. I think the music was great. I think it was too much live music. Yeah, I think it was unnecessary. Yeah. Like the Devil May Cry one could have been cut. I think all the live music was unnecessary. Like, it's mm. not pertinent to the award show. Maybe have, like, an opening band. Yeah. That would have been cool. Just to like, boom, boom. And, like, yeah. just, like, I have a whole compilation of just, like, that would have been amazing in the beginning. Um, Maybe one, maybe one in the middle. And then, like, have, like, what they did at the end. Just, like, Ooh. close it out with, like, a good melody. Yeah. Uh, but it... I didn't count. I feel like, and I watched it twice, I feel like there was like five performances and it just felt like too much. Yeah. Um, and then some, oh, uh, one one thing. Epic Games really went after the Steam store. Wow. Um, just throughout the whole show, Epic Games is just like, hey, by the way, we have a store. We have a store. We have a store. Um, <laughs> it was just so like, 
like saying to Steam, like, we're coming after you. Yeah. It was it was pretty amazing. Um, but thanks to the success of Fortnite, you know, they're allowed to do this mm -hmm. and they're allowed to attack Steam, which yeah. it's actually because of Fortnite, it's actually benefiting the gaming industry, which is crazy to think about. Um, yeah. But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, final two notes. Um, I think the acceptance speeches, much like our thoughts, dragged on a little too long. Some of the executive speeches were just like, okay, we get it. All right, cool. Yeah. Like, and I feel like when you're nervous up there, you talk a little bit more. Yeah, but even though they kept saying they were nervous and yet they kept talking. I think that I do that. I'm, I'm a big talker. I know. <laughs> why, why do you think I do a podcast? <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I feel like the acceptance speeches dragged on a little bit too yeah. much. Because, like, I would go up there and be nervous, and mm -hmm. I would basically, like, want to get off as soon as possible if I was yeah. nervous. Like, I'd be like, thank you. I'd honestly forget to say people's names because mm -hmm. I would be so nervous. So, like, I don't know if that was their way of taking it nervously, but I Maybe. feel like if you're too nervous to be up there, you wouldn't it was like go when on forever. It was like when uh, the creators of Celeste, when they won uh, Best Indie Game, and the guy just like was shaking a little bit. And he had the piece of paper. Yeah. And he's like, "Wow, I can't believe." And he just sent a yeah. really awesome message about mental health and got off the stage. Like he handled it really well. He was yeah. nervous. He had it written down, and he just wanted to say like, you know, mental health. Yeah. We'll talk about that. And then finally, just let's get into it now. But it ended on a really really high note with this year's winner of Game of the Year, which we're yeah. going to get to. Uh, but that was an amazing ending that floored people in, yeah. a, in a really good way yeah it was shocking it was it was amazing so let's just jump right into it uh very first award given was best action game i was so happy dead cells won it like yeah. just because it, and it won it over call of duty and far cry for mm -hmm. best action game i i was really happy about this because of the whole plagiarism controversy yeah doing with um the one dude from IGN, I forget his name. It doesn't really matter. Probably plagiarized his name. But <laughs> I, like with this whole controversy and it had kind of like a bad light, yeah. you know, I, I, I feel like th it needed a good press like this, you know, best action yeah. game. Yeah. Because um, it wasn't Dead Cells fault. No, it wasn't their fault. No. But some crappy reviewer, mm -hmm. you know, decided to use their game as the one that he well. He plagiarized a lot, but their game yeah. that he got caught on. Yeah, apparently this guy plagiarized his own resume. It's not like they hired him to do it. Yeah. So I'm really happy Dead Cells won it. I still haven't played Dead Cells, but I'm just happy uh, for the creators that they were able to win that award over Call of Duty. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. Like, that's yeah. so great. I'm, I'm really happy for them. Um, might have to pick it up. So looks really good. <laughs> So it doesn't look like my type of game, but it looks really good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, like I just picked up Celeste. Whew. Nah. Man, that's a good game. Anyways, so talking about the esports, let's just fast forward again. I'm sorry if we don't get to your personal highlights, but like let's fast forward here because this was a four hour show. Yeah. It's really long. But then they kind of breezed over some esports people. Uh, they breezed through. Best esports team, best esports game, best esports event, best esports host, best esports coach, coach, and best esports moment. They just like breeze through these. I feel like the last four: the event, host, coach. Maybe not coach. Event, host, and moment mm -hmm. could have not been included. Yeah. Because even at, like, if you think of someone doing that at, like, the Emmys or mm -hmm. something, them going, like, oh, the best mm. red carpet event? Yeah. Like. Red carpet event, pretty the, much. The best red carpet news reporter? Like, that's what those yeah. would be comparable to. It's just, like, who needs it? Why, why would you have an award for that at the game? Like, the, I'm sure, like, I don't know. It's just stupid. My my thing is is like is this the best way to 
uh, promotes esports. Is this the best way? Quantity over quality. Yeah. It just annoys people more from the from the game. Yeah, it just makes it like all right. So yeah. it makes them tune out more. And since they breeze through them and they're done before the actual mm-hmm. show even starts, like that was during the pre-show. Yeah, they didn't even show the people's pictures, exactly. not even the winner's pictures. So not only that, but it's also in my idea, people are sitting there thinking like, well, I guess esports isn't that important because mm-hmm. they're not included with the rest of the show. So it's yeah. not really helping the esports community by doing by giving them awards mm-hmm. before the show even starts as a separate thing. And breezing through them because then people are like, oh, so esports aren't important. Got it. Yeah. Like Jeff Keighley couldn't even pronounce some of the people's names. And it's just like, in my opinion, I think they could have cut down on the esports to like three main things. Maybe f- maybe four because you mentioned coach. Yeah. Maybe like, best. Oh, okay, coach, because they have director's awards and, yeah. you know, things like that. Um, I think that we should focus on best esports coach. I think I agree with you there. I don't think I th- I know we should focus on that because I don't think they get recognized. Best esports coach, best esports team, best mm-hmm. esports player, and then maybe best esports game. You know, just to be like it yeah. is the game awards, so maybe yeah. recognize the developers for having the best esports game. Mm-hmm. But on those four, you could make it really special, show their names. It could cut and down time. They could time. have put that in the regular award show. Mm-hmm. They could have included that and cut down on the random stuff they put in there, like a couple songs. Yeah, exactly. Like they could have cut out some live production songs. Or even like I understand like I know sometimes people like I know people watch game awards for the premieres. Mm-hmm. But those aren't necessary to the award shows. No. Like they can put that on YouTube, that can be a D three. That can be other things. There were some trailers where I just like kind of like mm. like why why do we care yeah. like the big ones okay the ones that people are like surprised to see okay which we'll get into I mine <laughs> I know but that's what I mean like they could have taken out some of those taken out some of the songs and fit in those four awards during yeah. the show and then we all wouldn't have tuned in at eight thirty and then it actually not start till nine because I remember when we turned that on eight thirty he w- the host was like all right and then the show starts at the top of the hour I'm like what yeah I'm like we've been sitting here waiting for eight thirty it finally comes on and you're telling me it doesn't even start till nine o'clock and you're just gonna talk about random stuff this time yeah I think definitely things should have been cut out and I definitely think esports th- there were some silly awards given I mm. think just. If we're really going to promote esports, if we're going to really turn people onto esports, mm-hmm. make it really spectacular. If you have to make this like, like a standout event, mm-hmm. you know, the best player and like drum roll. I don't know, but like it just felt like they kind of breezed through it. And it's like the yeah. best, the best coach is this guy. Congratulations! The the it, it felt like game ranks is like uh, console giveaway, and it's yeah. like this person right here wins. Um, it you know. These people work hard. Yeah. Like, I may not be into esports, but these people work hard. Yeah. You know? I, I think... It's their life. It's their career. Yeah. Just like podcast people are like, oh, that's easy. Anyone can talk into a mic. Yeah. You know, but we put a lot of work into it. Exactly. You know? So, I I think the esports could have been cut down. Yeah. Let's let's move forward here. I freaked out when I saw Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. Oh, my goodness. I, I was so happy and it, it was so funny because like he said like you know when we came out five years ago we were nominated for so many awards and it said the last of us the last of us the last of us the last of us look up the trailer it's so it funny is, it's really funny it's so funny and so is the game stanley parables are so i can't describe it when when liz was like what, what game is that and i was like oh man how do you describe i stanley remember Parable? you talking about it yeah like i do i remember the name and everything but it was fun watching you and our friend like try and mm-hmm. explain this game to me. They're both just like it. Yeah, it's like a. We can't explain it. Just wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like okay. And it's so cool. It's coming out with new endings, new content coming out in 2019. And like the last part of the trailer, it said like, "What do you mean, Last of Us Two is coming out in 2019?" <laughs> I'm like, "That's which so means I really need to finish the Last of Us." Yeah, you do. But uh, I'm really excited for the Stanley Parable ultra deluxe i hope it comes out like april maybe maybe march or april where like there's like a dead span right there yeah because uh my time is going to be taken up with division two and i hope it comes out where i can 
you know, actually play it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's going to come out at Christmas next year. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going to be so <laughs> mad. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for this. Like, when they, when they put that out, I was like, wow, awesome. Uh, then Among Trees was uh, a new indie game developed by three guys for the past five years. It looks really pretty. Like, it does. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. The color palette looks amazing. Uh, I'm going to keep my eye on it. Mm-hmm. It looks super good because me and Liz love, like, really, like, well-developed indie games. You yeah. Because indie games always have the best heart behind it, always have the best passion behind yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. And definitely looks like Among Trees is going to be one of them. Uh, for some reason, I feel like it's going to be brushed under the rug, though. Like As most things that we like. I know. And, th- and that's the thing. Among Trees is going to come out. And people will know about it, much like Oxenfree and Hugh. Mm-hmm. You know, but I, it's not going to be their number one game to play. Exactly, which is a shame because Among Trees. Look it up, Among Trees. It, it looks really interesting. Yeah, it does. Uh, it almost reminds me of Firewatch in the gameplay, but we'll see. Like, yeah. I'm excited for it to come out. All right, let's talk about the introduction to the show. Like, that was just the pre-show right there. Like, the best. That's the thing, like the esports things, it wasn't even in the show technically. It was just in the pre-show, like, all right, let's get rid of this. All right, best esports, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I mean, that's what I said. Yeah, it's it's kind of disappointing. But let's talk about the introduction to the show. <laughs> this was amazing. Oh, my goodness. Uh, to introduce the show, uh, you see Jeff Keeley say, like, uh, now to introduce our Game Awards show, Sean Layden, Phil Spencer, and Reggie fils come out to celebrate the gaming community. This was so funny to watch. It was. Because, you see, Sean, Sean Layden, uh, who's from PS4, or from PS4, he's from PlayStation, uh, Sony, like, he just looks so uncomfortable around Phil Spencer from Xbox and Reggie fils from Nintendo. Because Reggie and Phil, you can tell, have been buddy-buddy for a long time. Mm-hmm. And Sean Layden is just up there, just like, nope. Not I even mean, look really, over. truly, that's his fault. It really is. Because he's the one that decides things for them. And he's decided that Sony's going to be mm-hmm. separate and yeah. not part of the game, not part of the team. Exactly. Like he's just not part of anything. Like, the like way- Sony separates themselves from everyone else. Mm-hmm. And apparently even in their business life they can't even be friends with other yeah. developer so i mean that's kind of on that's kind of on him that's all his fault <laughs> yeah like you, you he has the best exclusives but you know he kind of cuts you off from your your yeah. friends whereas phil spencer and reggie they just want you to be connected with the game community they don't care what you play as long as you play games exactly and it's pretty awesome um phil spencer Later on in the show, he was actually put on the spot by Jeff Keeley. Like, oh, how was Xbox? Like, how the hell did Xbox do this here? He's like, we did it. We, it was pretty good. Could have yeah. done better. Yeah, you know, we, we shipped uh, Sea of Thieves, Forza. Uh, uh, what was that other game? State of Decay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the adaptive controller. That was nice. That was, that was good. Like, he was put on the spot. It was just so funny. Um, yeah, I think this was an amazing start to the show. Yeah, like it was an awkward start, but a good, but it was an interesting. It was a good idea. It was mm-hmm. good in theory. It they w- put three awkward men up on stage to introduce yeah. the show. I love and Reggie. They, they all three of them pretty much like literally just read exactly what they were told to read, yeah. and that was it. And it was just so funny that they just didn't know mm-hmm. how what they were doing. It was so funny. I feel like Jeff Keeley is like Mother Nature, and <laughs> <laughs> Sean Layden is, uh, what's the cold meister? Freeze meister? Free- um, freeze meister? Yeah, freeze meister. And then from... from Ice miser. Ice miser. No. Freeze meister. Tell us this on is, Twitter. This is my favorite movie. I know. But like I those two coming together. I miss, I miss the sun. I miss I'm pretty sure it's freeze meister. Pretty sure. I gotta look it up. Now you gotta look it up. But it's like it, that's how it felt like in that scene in, in um, Year Without a Santa Claus. It's like uh, Mother Nature was like saying, "Now you two boys, you get along." It's like, no, never. And um, like Freeze Meister was just trying to give more, and then Heat Meister. It, it just felt so awkward. And Jeff Keel is like, "Now you two get along." And then Reggie's just in the background, like, "Like I'm just glad to be here right now. It's really nice to be here." So. Bef- uh, as you move on, uh, let's talk about Snow Miser. I was right. Snow Miser? Yeah, it's Heat Miser and Snow Miser. Oh, dang it. 
Snow Miser. I thought it was Freeze Meister. No, I knew that wasn't it. Yeah. So, but that's what it felt like, and it's just so funny to watch. Um, and then we go into best narrative. So the the people that were up, the games that were up for best narrative were Detroit Become Human, which was yeah an amazing narrative. I still haven't played. I yeah, watched it though. You watched didn't it. Play it yet? I uh, have it. I just haven't played it yet. Yeah. God of War. Ooh man. Yeah. Uh, Life is Strange episode two, or Life is Strange two, specifically episode one. Oh, because all that, that, that they've had come out. I was actually really surprised that that was even in there because it's not yeah. a complete game yet. It, it, I mean, compared to God of War and Detroit, I'm just like, good for like, you. I'm happy it's in there, but it's not yeah. gonna win. And then Marvel Spider Man and Red Dead Redemption two. Guess which one won? Hmm. hmm. Was it Life is Strange? That would have been so funny. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, which then went on to win Best Score in Music, Best Audio Design, and Best Performance. And I'm just like, yeah. when I saw that Red Dead won Best Narrative, I'm like, over Detroit? Like, I, I beat. Okay, so I yeah. beat Detroit. I've beaten. You didn't uh, beat Detroit. You watched Detroit. Whatever. Um, you beat I watched. Red Dead. I beat Red Dead. I beat Marvel Spider-Man episode one. Like all these games, yeah. like they just had so many, so much better narrative driven. Like it just, yeah. uh, the story went up and up. Whereas all everyone I know that has Red Dead Redemption two, yeah, hasn't beaten it yet. Yeah, like they're just like, oh, uh, you know, it kind of drags on a little bit. You know, and people have lives. Yeah, it took me sixty hours to beat. And by the epilogue, it kind of dragged. Yeah. Whereas God of War, oh my goodness. Like, just the, the, the pacing of the story there, it just, it, it was a masterpiece. Like, it, it was a non-cut. I can't, I can't explain it. it. It was just like, it was so well done, mm -hmm. the, the the writing for that game. And the yeah. writing for Detroit, it was just um, the branch-off stories, you know? Oh my gosh, know? they were so, I'm so excited to play that because I... I honestly hate watching mm -hmm. games where you get to make choices because the pe the person we w that we watch mm -hmm. always makes a decision I would never make, and I get so mad. I'm like, no. Yeah, like, but like, Red Dead wins best best narrative. I don't know. Like, see, I was more mad about the performance one. Yeah. So let's bring up that. It kind of reminded me of when we went to that Comic-Con at the church the other week. Mm -hmm. And that kid who dressed as Arthur. Yeah, won. Arthur Morgan. I was like, it's the same thing. It's, it's not that hard to do a rough southern mm. accent. You all right, boy. Exactly. Like, Ad and Adam's terrible at impressions. Uh -huh. No, he's good at impressions. He's bad at accents. <laughs> That's so the fact my boy. Stop it. Okay. <laughs> But that's the thing, like you don't. It's not. It's not that hard to do a rough southern accent, and I just feel like there were other better options than that. Like it was just like really, that's the one that won. Like yeah, I'm so sure that man put a lot of work into it, and he's probably a great actor. Yeah. But there were still other options, and it just kind of felt like that. Like Red Dead was just the default for the voters. Yeah, like we're talking about the best performance was Brian DeChart. I'm gonna mess up these names. I'm not even gonna say the names. I'm gonna say the characters. Because I'm looking at Cassandra from Assassin's Creed. I'm like, I'm not even going to touch that name. Uh, I'm going to try. Melissa Anthe... Okay. You want me to try? Go for it. So these are the best performance okay. nominees. So we've got Brian Dechart. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Dechart? 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 I don't know. I feel I like Dechart sounds bad. I was going to say, I don't want to say that. <laughs> as Connor from Detroit, Christopher Judge as Kratos yes. from God of War, which I feel like that could have been. That's a really weird picture. He has no beard. Yeah, I know. Um, Melissanthi Mahout as Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. Roger Clark as Arthur Morgan and Yuri Lothan Lowenthal. Yeah. As Peter Parker. Yuri Lowenthal was my choice. Like that he was yeah, an amazing and Peter Parker. I, and that's what I mean. Roger Clark, I'm sure, is an amazing actor, but the other people, like I remember watching you play Spider Man 
And I think Yuri did an amazing job. Yeah. And everyone really seemed to love Christopher Judge mm-hmm. in um, God of War. Like, and I mean, I love Connor. Connor was amazing. Like, like he, was, he so was great. He was such an amazing android. Like the the guy's acting was also like machine, but emotional. Exactly. Like, like I feel like there were many other options, mm-hmm. and I just think that I'm default, so like the default for all the voters, were Red Dead, and that's yeah. you know. Now, as I was watching, I pointed out like, listen, if that was me up there, you know, and, and I was going against Christopher Judge and. Brian DeChart and Yuri Lowenthal. Like, if I was up against those guys and I won... Oh, yeah, no. He has every right to be very proud of himself. Yeah. But, like, I feel like everyone else got snubbed. I feel like Yuri Lowenthal got snubbed. Yeah. Because, oh, he was so good. Like, so was Christopher Judge. Christopher Judge as a voice actor... Oh, my gosh, ...is just absolute... mm, mm, ...is a gem to -hmm. voice acting. I feel like he got snubbed. So... And that's talking about that. And best score and music, I feel like Celeste got snubbed. Audio design, I feel like... You know what? Actually, I, I agree, Red Dead, with that. Let me let me bring that up real quick. Just real quick, and then we'll move on. Uh, best audio design. Now, what does it mean by audio design? Like uh, the sound effects? Recognized in the best in-game audio and sound design. Okay, so yeah. Because I remember they were talking about, like the nature sound during that yeah. one, so. call of duty black ops 4 forza horizon 4 <laughs> uh god of war spider-man and red dead redemption you know what i i actually looking at that i actually agree with that yeah red dead red dead had amazing like sound yeah, quality they did like so i mean that one was deserved. that's what i mean some of the red dead ones were deserved mm-hmm. but some of them really it it was it wasn't like mm, i don't know best score should have gone to celeste honestly um, but yeah, it was just like all around Red Dead night. Yeah, it, it was like, but moving on, uh, very shortly, Stephen Spawn of Able Gamers gave like a good message. He was, um, he, he talked about his work with Able Gamers and how like his story of like when he was in high school, he went to the guidance counselor, what's next for my life? And they're like, well, instead of, you know, going to college, maybe you should just go home and enjoy your time because you're going to die soon anyway. Yeah. And instead of doing just that he rose up and joined able gamers and just his message of just spreading the love of gaming to handicapped people it's inspiring Mm -hmm. you know to say that like gaming is bigger than just you know kids sitting down and playing video games and drinking Mountain Dew. it means a lot to people and i think he spread a really good message about the love of gaming Mm -hmm. and i I think steven spawn definitely deserved to be recognized tonight um but yeah, moving forward, uh, Crash Team Racing Remastered looks f- cool, looks fun. Oh, yeah. The dog in the background, he's scratching the couch. That's yeah, cool. he's kind of freaking out. Yeah. What's your issue? Our dog, Floki, is a monster. So, Crash Team he's, Racing. He's an attention diva. <laughs> he is. Uh, looks really good. Uh, it looks really, yeah. really fun. I really enjoyed the um, trailer they did. Yeah. Because they started with the old version. The and PS1 then, version, yeah. And then when he jumped through like a hole or something, it popped into the remastered. And I'm like, all right, that was cool. Yeah. That was really cool. It looks really, <laughs> really good. It looks a lot of fun. And now we have a PlayStation, even though now it's on all platforms. So. Yeah. Xbox One X. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> um. Looks really cool. It's coming on a prime date in June, June twenty first, yeah. I believe, where like it's super empty. Like it's really able for gamers to ready pick up. Ready for summer. It's ready for summertime. Like it's when I, all the kids will be home. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a prime date to throw a game like yeah, that out. Definitely. Uh, it's a remaster. It's a racing game. It's a Mario Kart copy. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Really, really good timing. That's yeah. all I have to say about yeah. it. Crash Team Racing looks cool. Uh, and then for content creator of the year, let before we go into content creator, uh, Christopher Judge and Sonny Soljic, uh, came out who voiced, uh, oh, wait, Kratos and, oh, what was the boys? Boy. Uh, Astro- no, not Ashes. Oh. It was Adamus or something like Asterisk that. Asterisk boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was like an A and it sounded similar, similar to Atlas. Yeah. But boy, 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 the kid who played the boy, the boy, but they came out and, you know, everybody was freaking out. Like both of them came out with the envelope and we're all just sitting there like, 
do it. Do say it. it. Say it. And it's like they started talking about how, like, um, you know, content creators, they, they bring a lot to the, to the gaming industry and whatnot. And before they announced it, he's like, all right. And the winner is, and Sunny Soldier wasn't opening envelope. And we're just, like, sitting there like, do it. Do say it. Say it. And then he just looks over to Sunny. He's like, read it, boy. And we just, like, freaked out. The whole audience just, like, clapping. And it's like, yes! Now, can I admit something? Yes. That this whole time when you've been saying boy mm-hmm. to the dog, because Adam's been saying this mm-hmm. line to the dog boy. for months, <laughs> I uh, thought you were just, like, I don't know where, what you were doing. Like, I didn't realize that was from a game. I thought you were just, like, being annoying. Boy. <laughs> Read it, boy. But it was so cool. But yeah, talking about content creator of the year, they were all Fortnite streamers. What yeah, the heck? Every single one of them was a Fortnite streamer. It was hilarious. Every single one. There's so many other content creators out with there. Better like content. With yeah, not, <laughs> let's be honest here. Uh, or at least a different, a wider range of content. Like we couldn't get one from different games. Like it had to all be from Fortnite. Like couldn't you a Fortnite. Fortnite streamer, a Call of Duty streamer, a Halo streamer, like something like, else there's so many other content creators that are, are well deserving like young yeah uh angry joe boogie two ninety eight. like there's so many other yeah content creators and it was all streamers it wasn't even that it was all people who talk about fortnite it YouTube. Was all fortnite streamers yeah it was just kind of like as they were bringing it up like i mean good for them again if that was me yeah no, awesome yeah like even if we're against two one or anything those people still have every right to be proud of themselves they still put work in like even though they their basic their job is basically playing fortnite mm-hmm. and putting it on youtube they still put a lot of work into that because they have to play the game and make sure they can talk to the people and interact with people and then they have to upload the videos and it's still a lot of work they should still be proud of themselves i'm just saying we should have had a wider range of nominees yeah. than all Fortnite All streamers. Fortnite streamers. Like, It's just, oh, by the way, uh, if they're all Fortnite streamers, uh, listener, guess who won Content Creator of the Year? If they're all Fortnite streamers, hmm, wonder who Who's the it? biggest one? Hmm. Oh, yeah, Ninja. Have you ever heard of Ninja, babe? Sadly, I have. Like, <laughs> I knew who it was, and I don't know where I've heard the name. I think I've heard it from other YouTubers that we watch. Ninja. But he's the only one I know, so I'm mm-hmm. assuming he's the biggest one. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, uh, like I don't know. There's just so many others. Now, I'm sure, like I said, if that was me up there, awesome. Like, if there was podcaster of the year, you know, like gaming podcaster of the year, and I won, people would be like, what? Why didn't uh, CADcast or DLC or, uh, oh, well, they're not doing any more, uh, it was to say, achievement-oriented, but they haven't uploaded in a while. Uh, but like, what about them? I would have snubbed yeah. people, but you know, like I would have been happy, but it's kind of like, like you said, like, let's stream out a little bit more, more than yeah. just Fortnite streamers. Yeah. Just a wider range of nominees. That's yeah. all. Yeah. It was just kind of like, because then I feel like it's an, it's still a bigger accomplishment mm-hmm. that you, I don't know. Yeah. It was just, it was just odd. That, yeah. that was all. And I mean, like Sonny Soljic and Christopher Judge saved it by saying like, read it, boy. Yeah. Like it was that saved it for me, but it was just kind of like annoying yeah. that like the content creators were all Fortnite streamers. Yeah. Good for you. You know, I don't know. But let's move on to my highlights. <laughs> Are you ready for this, listeners? Obsidian announces <laughs> their new IP. And this is soon going to be an all Outer Worlds podcast. Like that's oh what goodness. it's going to be. Yeah, but you know what? You said that about 76. I know. Don't say that. I'm just saying. So the reason why, before I get into why I'm excited for this, uh, I guess is the reason. But the Outer Worlds, so far, it's well communicated. The, the, when they announced the Outer Worlds, they actually showed gameplay. They showed what the game's about. And then right after the day after, they, they have a huge info dump about... Uh, the gameplay and uh, like some of the dialogue choices you have, the RPG elements and like everything you can do in the game. Whereas Fallout 76, it was just all in secrecy. I said in a previous podcast where I don't know why they're being so secretive about this game. They didn't show any gameplay. They didn't show any trailers. They just gave us a logo. They didn't mm-hmm. even tell us it was multiplayer for a while, you know? Yeah. Whereas 
Obsidian is being very open about the Outer Worlds. Like, in, in fact, like, they teased it as, like, oh, look out for our announcement at the Game Awards. Yeah. And they showed, like, images from the game. Like, like little logos. Yeah. Like, they're being very open. And so when a game is being secretive, like Mass Effect Andromeda in 76, when it's being secretive... That's when you should know it's going to be bad. Exactly. If they're not going to show you gameplay, if they're being very, very secretive about yeah. it. Yeah. Whereas the Outer Worlds, they're not showing you everything, but they're showing you a lot. Yeah. Showing you a lot more than others have. Exactly. I'm very excited about this. So, yeah. So it's Obsidian comes out. I'm freaking out. I'm telling Liz and our friend Mike, like, shh, shh, this is it. This is it. Obsidian's going to do it. Like, and wow. Like, this trailer looked so good. Like, to me personally. Again, yeah. we're, we're talking about our personal highlights. It may not be your personal highlight. You're wrong. But. You want to know what my personal highlight was? Oh, please don't tell me. What was it? When Brendan Urie came out. Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah, Brendan Urie comes out with, like, nerd glasses. Like, oh. He wears glasses I'm he's worn them before but uh my laugh oopsies but my bad. Mm -hmm. that's okay i'm the one that has to mix it anyway true that <laughs> um but yeah so brendan yuri comes out for the best score in music and he's got the nerd glasses on he's like i'm in with the gamers oh i had a nintendo switch but i don't know i can't i don't like you brendan just yuri. don't like him i don't like brendan yuri anyways take your salt and go outside dag Poor Floki. But the reason why I'm really excited about this particular project is that it looks like a bright and colorful universe to explore. It reminded me a little bit about Rage 2, though. Like, yeah, it, it seemed it, too bright. It was bright in weird spots yeah. and it had that roughness of Rage. So it was very similar to Rage, where it had those random brightness with the grunge. Yeah. And it was very rough. It was very grungy. It was very Rage 2-y. And it was just kind of like Dewey. Rage Dewey. Rage <laughs> uh, But it was pretty yeah. colorful. That's it a looked really good, though. Yeah. It's a plus and a minus for me. Yeah. But it's definitely a plus. Um, the combat looks so good. Like, the gunplay, it mm -hmm. looks it looks amazing. It looks well-structured. It looks fluid. Um, it reminds me of, like, oh, what was the one game I was playing? It looks a, a little bit like Siege's gameplay. A, a little, little bit. Um, but it looks amazing. Yeah. Uh, now, the one line that was in the trailer was from one of the characters where she's like saying, like, you have to choose, like, bad or worse. Like, it's now your time to just choose. Like, you have to choose now. And then, like, a gunshot happens yeah. and, like, one of the characters is dead. And then she says this, you know, you didn't have to shoot either one, but it's fine, I guess. You just keep being you. <laughs> and that was both funny and a really good light onto the RPG elements where like you shoot the, the, the you shoot the person right mm -hmm. and they said like you know you didn't have to shoot any of them like it wasn't just an a and b there's also a c choice yeah so like you can come around to a, like a certain part of the game and you'll have to come down to a decision and much like until dawn sometimes a good decision is doing nothing yeah like don't shooting not doing anything just walking away yeah um there's there's gonna be a ton of choices in this game um the the unique looking creatures in it uh it's a it, it just looks like a post-apocalyptic sci-fi rpg made by obsidian and the best part is that it's multi-platform like mm -hmm. here's the thing i i love xbox but i hate exclusives reason being is because like when games come out i want if a good game comes out i want everybody to be able to play it yeah you know like like God of War, you know, for the Xbox fanboys out there. If you haven't played it, well, that's too bad, you know? Like, I don't know. But, like, I, I very much prefer multi-platform yeah. versus, like, if, if Xbox comes out next year and it's, like, just like what Sony did this year, uh, this generation. Yeah. I'm not going to be that happy about it. Yeah. Because, like, I want my friends to be playing this game, you know? Yeah. So, uh, uh, Microsoft bought Obsidian. And we all thought that this was going to be an Xbox exclusive. I'm actually really happy that's multi-platform. That PC is getting it and uh, yeah. PlayStation's getting it. And maybe that's why Xbox is buying everything. Not so they can have their own exclusives like mm -hmm. PlayStation, but so they can make sure that everyone can everybody play. Everybody can play it. It's cross-platform. Cross that would be amazing. Um, I don't think you're going to get that. No. 
But what I see from the Outer Worlds, I'm very, very, very pleased. Like, mm-hmm. it looks so good. I cannot wait. I really, really, really can't wait for this game to come out. It just said 2019. I'm going to guess fall 2019. I'm going to guess if I'm, if I'm going to put out a month, October. Can you believe we're talking about 2019 already? I know. It's December. We are like three weeks away from New Year. Isn't that crazy? It's insane. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. I'm going to be 28 in January. You old. I'm a dinosaur. I honestly keep forgetting I'm 25, honestly. I know. Like, I keep like looking down and like, seeing things. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm 25. Right. I'm going to be 26 in August. <laughs> That's a boring birthday. It is a boring birthday. I have like no fun birthdays until like my thirtieth. Yeah, twenty five is kind of like twenty five is like the mark, and then there's like nothing enjoyable until you're thirty. Like me, I'm <laughs> turning twenty eight, and it's just kind of like I'm halfway between young and old. <laughs> like I don't <laughs> know, um, but yeah. So really excited about this game. My guess is going to come out in October, November. Like in the fall, mm-hmm. I really hope it comes out in summer. I don't want to wait anymore for this game. I want to <laughs> play it now, right now. But I'm really excited about it. Um, and I'm going to be talking about it like I did with Fallout 76 <laughs> until it comes out. And then I'm inevitably disappointed in it. <laughs> um, by the way, listeners, I still have not played any more Fallout 76. I'm pretty much, I'm pretty much done with 76 now. Like I'm going to put it down until some good DLC comes out of it. Or when Juicehead or Mr. Manny Play says it's it's safe to go back in. <laughs> um, but right now, I'm just kind of done with it. Okay, so moving forward, uh, Joe McHale comes out. And I'm like, uh-oh. <laughs> like, I'm just already like, uh-oh, this isn't going to be good. Joe McHale comes out to announce the best esports player, right? Yeah. And so far, he's doing a good job. You know, he's, he's making some chuckles and he makes some Fortnite references like, oh, my kids, you know, they buy my credit card information and, you know, they buy Fortnite skins. And I'm like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Good, good for you, Joe McHale. I, another community making Fortnite references. Anyways, so he then comes out and then he describes the best esports player. He's like, uh, we're talking about the most dominant esports player which he describes as the person as the LeBron James of sitting. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Like, here comes the Twitter beef. Like, I don't know if esports players are going to take that harshly or they're going to just say it's Joe McHale. Who yeah, cares? Yeah, they're like, take it with a grain of salt. It was a funny joke. Yeah, it was Moving a funny on. joke. The, the LeBron James of sitting. And I'm just like, all right, cool. So I'm really looking forward to hearing uh the beef about that yeah but so far i haven't seen anything on twitter about it but i'm waiting i'm I'm sitting on it (laughs) so um and then more commercials for epic games comes out uh it's pretty crazy how much epic game store is like really pushing on like we're a store now we have games on it Mm -hmm. uh this month they're actually giving out for free two games two games this month uh they're giving away subnautica and super meat boy yeah. Which is crazy. Like, they were coming out strong. Mm-hmm. So, it's really cool that they're in a new PC marketplace, and they actually credit the success of Fortnite to fund them to make this kind yeah. of thing happen and really compete against Steam. Gabe Newell really needs to step up his game, <laughs> you know, uh, release Half-Life 3, you know, all this stuff. Um, maybe a Left 4 Dead 3. I don't know. But... Yeah, it's it's just really cool that like a new store is appearing like this. Yeah, I always love it when companies come out, you know, kicking. You know, yeah, I love it. So I'm gonna look at it. Uh, I'm definitely gonna pick up Subnautica. I've never played it, but it, it's free, so definitely gonna play that. Um, but yeah, really cool. And then let's talk about the best independent game. Which let's let's be honest here. This wasn't a really big surprise who won this because Celeste. Oh. Uh, because Celeste, there we go, best independent game. Celeste was nominated for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. So if an independent game is nominated for Game of the Year, that means they're pretty good, right? But this went up against Dead Cells, Dead uh, Cells, Dead Cells, uh, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, which is a strategy game, Return of Oberdin, which is a really artistic game. It looks pretty cool, and The Messenger. And, you know, guess who won? Celeste. Yeah. You know, uh, really well-deserved. Um, so far from what I've been playing about Celeste, 
it's super fun. Like it's it's a super simple gameplay, but it's really hard to master. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely one of those games that you just look at it and you're just amazed. Like it's it's a it's a it's a phenomenal game. But um, the developers come up, right? Mm-hmm. And you can tell he's so genuine. This is what I love about independent games that when you meet these people, they just love video games. They're not yeah. in it for the money. Like, yeah, the money's like the icing on the cake, but they're in it to bring joy to people. Yeah. And you could tell like he was super nervous and he had it written, written down. He's, he went, he thanked his parents. And this was the really cool part. He was just like, I like to thank our parents who accounted for half of our votes. <laughs> like it was just super cool to watch. Yeah. And then he had a really good message about um, about mental health, and he just seemed really genuine about yeah. loving people. Uh, he's like saying, like if Celeste brought you to terms with mental illness, just understand that did, that didn't come from us, but it came within you, and you're above mental illness. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it's just a really awesome message, and he got off the stage. The acceptance speech was probably the my favorite acceptance speech yeah you know uh but yeah celeste was really well deserved definitely definitely for independent game title um i'm looking at this list and i'm like yeah celeste yeah like i'm not even disappointed about that so if you haven't picked up celeste yet it's 20 bucks like go ahead and pick it up do it do it uh but from what i'm playing really really awesome game yeah let's go to this real quick uh stranger things games I didn't really understand what that was. Yeah, what was that? Like, was it a game? I don't know. Like, it didn't say like when it's coming because out, it's what Stranger platforms. Things three, and we didn't get season three yet. But from what I've been reading, like I read up on it before we recorded this, and it's an actual game. It's coming out. On what? What is it? What's the point? What yeah. kind of game is it? What platform is it on? Like, when is it coming out? Like, I don't understand. I don't get it. It was just. Super I mean, it can't come out before the season comes out because I'm pretty yeah. sure if it's based on season three, then it's gonna have like giveaways. Yeah. Of season three, so it needs to come out after that. I don't. I season don't. three's coming out in what March? April. Something like March. Yeah. Something sometime in the spring. So, I'm so confused. It was. That's all I kept thinking. Was just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> like that's all I kept thinking about the Stranger Things game. It was just kind of like. What is going on here? Yeah. Like I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Um, if you if you enjoy it, like cool, good on you. I'm probably gonna skip out on it. I'm probably, probably not gonna play it. Yeah. It if it's a mobile, if it said like on Android and iOS, like give us that. <laughs> like, tell us, tell tell us a little more. What is it? So Stranger Things game. It's it's a game coming out. It's like cool, yeah. I guess. Uh, it reminded me like when. Skyrim came out on Alexa <laughs> and we all thought it was a joke. And it's like, yeah. no, it's an actual game. And it's like, oh, what? okay then. Uh, so talking about Mortal Kombat 11, <laughs> this was actually put out in the best way possible because a lot of people tune out with best sports or racing game. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, they come out and they say like, oh, best sports and racing game. And we're just like, okay, it's going to be Forza. And then like the light shut off and, um, <clears throat> Uh, what was it? Scorpion's hook comes through and like lightning strikes. And we're like, oh, my goodness. Mortal Kombat 11. Here we go. And then the trailer plays. And OK, so you don't have a problem with the music. that was I playing. didn't. I enjoyed it. I yeah. don't. And you're not a big hip hop fan. I'm not. But yeah. I, I think when it me and maybe it's the side of me that enjoys videography a little bit and that yeah. type of like advertising design and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But to me, that ki- that music background was fitting. Yeah. Because I know Mortal Kombat's not like that type of fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, I only remember it what I had on my N64. On Sega. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, or Sega. I remember which one it was on. Yeah. But that's all I remember is mm-hmm. when we had it on the Sega growing up. So I don't know. I feel like that song made it more modern mm-hmm. in my opinion and it was still fighting and the song was like rough and yeah it still got me into the trailer whereas you were like what is this you're, like, you're actually angry about the song and i was like i like it <laughs> <laughs> um i don't know if i had a problem with it more than i was confused of like yeah. this is just a weird choice i don't know like I, I i don't think i was offended more than i was just like 
again, like this is this following pretty much the Stranger Things game where I was already confused. And then Mortal Kombat 11 comes out, and then... Yeah, you're just like, what is this? What like, is why happening? Is this, you're like, why is this song on? This is such a weird choice. And I'm just like, I don't mind it. But like, you <laughs> and Mike are both like, what in the world? And I was like, this is yeah. nice. I like this. This is getting me really into it. Yeah, Made it me want to play. It looks super gruesome. It looks super brutal. Yeah, it does. Oh, man. It looks amazing. So was a really exciting thing like to put into the best sports race and then they went on with it and mm-hmm. oh guess who won forza horizon 4 like yeah everybody knew that um but i think that was the best place to put the mortal kombat 11 yeah and then we have best game direction and best action adventure game uh wow like so for bringing up best game direction right this is up against Assassin's Creed origin or no, origins Okay, one little side note. Why wasn't Origins nominated for a Game of the Year award, but Odyssey was? Because arguably, Origins was so much better than Odyssey. Moving forward. I just need to get off my chest. Okay, moving on. Moving on. It was up against... Assassin's Creed Odyssey, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead... Oops, this is Art Direction. Here we go. Best Game Direction. Sorry. Uh, best. <laughs> he didn't even realize he was reading the wrong category. Oh, man. Okay. I was like, wait, this isn't right. Okay. Best game direction, A Way Out, which was phenomenal. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, Detroit Become Human. Awesome. Awesome. God of War. Awesome. Marvel Spider-Man, which I was just like, it's awesome, but I'm like, best game direction? Okay. Yeah, I was like, eh, that wasn't like, it wasn't like one of those amazing epic, like, it was a fun game, but it's not like one of those games where you're like, yeah! Exactly. It's like that game you play when you're bored. Yeah. Uh, and then Red Dead Redemption 2. One that they didn't win. Woo! I was so shocked. I was just sitting there like, by this point, I was just like, okay, Red Dead. Yeah, we Dead. were all just like, all right, Red Dead's going to win this. And when they said that it was God of War, we're like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, God of War came up, and we're just like, wow. And we're just sitting there, and they won Best Action Adventure Game. And we were just sitting there like, I'm glad they won something. Yeah. I'm glad they won something. Yeah, you know? we're, I'm like, we're, we're, we were like, we're, I'm glad that they're getting something. They're not going to get game of the year, but at least, you know, they got something tonight because they deserve it. Yeah. All the streams I watched are just like, good for God of War. You know, they're not going to win anything, but good for them. Yeah. Um, but they won, and it was so well-deserved because the the way the camera is and uh, how it doesn't cut out and it just is so fluid in the game motion. Mm-hmm. It definitely the best game direction was for God yeah. of War. Uh, second pick to Detroit, but God of War definitely well-deserved. I don't think Red Dead Redemption 2 deserved it. No. I don't think they got snubbed. No. I, I definitely think God of War definitely mm-hmm. deserved best game direction. Mm-hmm. And Corey Barlog got super emotional in this honor. He's just like, oh, son of a gun. Like, we're a Christian channel, so. <laughs> <laughs> but he's like, oh, son of a gun. So it's like, I'm not going to cry about this. I'm not going to cry. And he's just like, he was so real about it. Yeah. You know, it was just so amazing. Uh, but I definitely think they definitely won. So let's just move forward. And then we're going to talk about game of the year. Uh, but really quick, Rage 2 put out a new trailer. Looks cool. Looks cool. Yeah. Like, it looks a lot of fun. Uh, it looks really brutal. I love how it's coming out in May, I believe. Yeah, I think so. I definitely think I'll have time to play that. Uh, but I still have to beat the first Rage. I have it. I haven't beaten it yet. I'm sorry. But Rage 2 looks pretty good. Really, really, really good. Yeah. Angry Joe made a point saying that like this is going to come with so much scrutiny because of Fallout 76. And he even admitted that like it's not developed by Bethesda. It's um, published by Bethesda. Yeah, and that's different. But it's going to paying for it. <laughs> exactly. Like, and it's so unfair for Rage 2 because everyone's going to think like, oh, this is Bethesda. Let's see about this. You un- yeah. you understand that this isn't made by yeah. Bethesda. It's published by Bethesda. Yeah. But not many people know that. You know, they just think they just see the name Bethesda. And it's like when your parents pay for your college degree, mm-hmm. you're getting the degree. But parents paid for it. <laughs> that's actually a good example. I know. <laughs> but uh, but that's the thing. Don't don't think of Rage Two in the same light as Fallout Seventy Six. They're two different developers. Yeah. Just Bethesda, the publishing company, put it out there. Yeah. I'm I'm just really looking for forward to Rage Two. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Game of the year. Let's go. 
All right, so let's just talk about the nominees. Uh, let's just say the nominees and say the winner because we were floored. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my goodness. So Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I was like, ew. Why <laughs> wasn't Origins on Game of the Year? But you know, that's moving just me. on. Celeste. Celeste, which I was like, awesome. Yeah, it's good for them. I uh, mean, I'd be happy to just be nominated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Marvel Spider Man, which was my personal Game of the Year. I know I'm wrong. I know you I'm not. I know. I understand. I'm sorry. That doesn't deserve Game of the Year. Like I, I said, it's the game you pick up when you're bored, not not you know, Game of the Year award. You know what, Liz? You know what? You know what? Moving on. The next one is Monster Hunter World. That game doesn't deserve to be on Game of I the Year. I don't know anything about that game, so. It, it, <laughs> it was just weird. Red Dead Redemption 2, which everybody thought was going to be the winner. Yeah, like everyone thought it was like a shoe-in. Like there was no way Red Dead was not going to get Game of the Year. I think I... Th- I said on the last podcast that if any other game besides Red Dead gets Game of the Year, I'll eat my own shoe. I believe I told I s- you not to say that. <laughs> uh, my shoe has been eaten. Be- no, it hasn't. He's lying to you oh, guys. No. They can't see me. I'm going to make a video. I'm going to like put your shoe and boil it and we'll melt it down. You're going to have to eat it like Ugh. soup. Dag. <laughs> because. Tweet at us if you want to see something like that. Dag. Don't do it, Josh. <laughs> but. The winner, floored. I was floored. God of War wins. And yeah. That, and that's the thing. God of War didn't snub Red Dead. No. God of War, act, like, it was it was an upset. Like, I think Angry Joe was saying, like, it was an upset, but it wasn't like you were upset about it. Yeah. You know, like, I totally agree with him. That was such a happy moment. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because no one expected it. That Everyone was so happy for God of War. Yeah. Like, it was team, just amazing for the whole team at Santa Monica, uh, like, oh my goodness, like just so yeah. well deserved. Corey Barlog put a lot of heart behind this game. You could tell that Christopher Judge put his all into this. I'm pretty sure the kid was crying. Yeah, like, oh my, uh, Sunny Soljic. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, oh my goodness, it was just, it was such an emotional time. I mean, for God of War to win, it's just so insane because that was amazing. The Art is fantastic on this game. The direction, it, it won best direction, and it's top tier, the game direction. Uh, the controls and the combat are very fluid. Like, it's just so satisfying to throw your axe and then bring it back to you. Like, <laughs> bah, bah, bah. So, uh, but the voice acting is so emotional and yeah. so real. It gets cheesy sometimes, but it gets so emotional. But most father-son things. Yeah. Boy. You know. They have to be cheesy at some point. It's how life works. Yeah, it's it's such a masterpiece of a game, and I and I love how this won over Red Dead because Red Dead was just marketed, and this whole Game Awards was all about Red Dead as if it was the god of video games. Yeah, and it it really wasn't like I I beat Red Dead. I enjoyed my time. I really enjoyed my time. It wasn't a chore like Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Yeah. You know, Syndicate was a chore to get through. I loved my time with Red Dead, but I don't think it was game of the year. Like, it, best art direction? Sure. Best, uh, what what else did it win? Okay, so one, best narrative. I don't agree with that. Yeah. It was a really good narrative. Best score in music? I don't agree with that. I think Celeste should have won that. Audio design, I do agree with. Like, it was, it was very... Yes, that was done well. Yeah, it was very um, immersive in that, in that fashion with yeah. the audio. Uh, and best performance, it was really good from Arthur Morgan. I, I really understand that, but Connor should have won that. Or no, Yuri should have won that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It definitely wasn't Game of the Year. Like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like... And here's, and here's the other part I want to say about God of War. Like, I know I'm seeing the sign right now. Wrap it up, Adam. But that's the other thing. There are so many wrap it ups at the Game Awards. No, it was just the one guy that kept winning it out. Oh, like yeah, was, Corey Barlog. Yeah. Yeah, Corey Barlog. just the guy from God of War that kept, like, he's the only one that pointed out that they were telling him to wrap mm-hmm. it up every wrap time. Wrap it up, wrap it up. Uh, but Corey Barlog, man, he really deserved it. Yeah. The other thing, though, is that, like, <clears throat> so I said this before in, in, in this podcast that, most of the people that I know who have played Red Dead still haven't beaten it, you know, and mm-hmm. they're not really impacted by this game. Whereas God of War, you can tell everybody who's played mm-hmm. God of War has been emotionally impacted. Yeah. They're always saying, this is my game of the year. This is my game of the year. Yeah. 
people were more emotionally connected to God of War. Yeah. Whereas Red Dead Redemption 2 was a phenomenal game. It was. It, it is. It's a phenomenal yeah. game. You should pick it up. I definitely think you should pick up Red Dead Redemption 2. But it didn't have the same emotional connection as God of War did. Yeah. Uh, I definitely think out of everything, I think this... Oh, yeah. They deserved it. God of War was easily game of the year. Yeah. Uh, we thought Red Dead Redemption 2 was going to be a shoe-in, but I don't think it was deserving. No. We just assumed they were going to win because they yeah. won everything else. And here I am sitting by myself in a diner saying Spider-Man should have won. But, you know, that's just me. I love. I think the only reason why I think Spider Man should have won is because I'm a huge Spider Man fan. Probably. And I and I loved my time in Spider Man. Like I, I 100% of the game. Uh, I really enjoyed it. But uh, you know, objectively speaking, subjectively, I think Spider Man should have won. But objectively, <laughs> God of War was definitely deserving. Yeah. It would have been cool to see Celeste win. Yeah. But oh man. That's not practical. Oh God of War was just. It was so well-deserved. I'm so happy. I'm so happy for Corey Barlog. Yeah. Like, I'm so happy. Because you could tell, like, any interview that Corey was in, you could tell how emotionally deep he was into this game. Mm-hmm. It reminded me a lot of uh, Ashraf Ismail for Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Origins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ashraf was very emotional about this game. You could tell Assassin's Creed Black Flag and Assassin's Creed Origins were phenomenal games. Yeah. You can tell how good a game is with how emotional the game director is. Yeah. And Corey Barlog was definitely emotional. Because that shows how much work and time they put into it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So really talking about that, we definitely agree. God of War was and is 2018's game of the year. Uh, I I don't know what games are going to come out this year that are going to be going to be game of the year. Uh, well, I know it. It's going to be Outer Worlds. Outer Worlds is going to be. Okay. So, five minutes of just final disclosures, or final final thoughts on the game. I was kind of upset that Spider-Man didn't win any awards. Yeah, but, but it didn't surprise me. It didn't surprise me because Red Dead came in, but I don't know. I feel like it should have won at least one award. I, like, action None adventure. Al- I don't know. Well, was it let me let me pull up real quick. Uh, what are your final thoughts while I pull it up? Um, Game Awards were interesting. It was my first time watching them, and I thought it went on way too long. Yeah. And much like this podcast, because <laughs> it's the same length that it always. Okay, I know. now we're a little over. But, but yeah. But I, that's what I think. I think it just it just went on a little too long. Like they know they're. They know the times it's being broadcasted. They mm-hmm. know that it how late it was for us. And it was on a Thursday night. If it was on a Friday night, that'd be one thing. That's yeah, one thing. But like luckily Thursday is my Friday. I don't work on Fridays. Mm-hmm. So luckily I didn't have work the next day, but a lot of people did. Yeah. Including and Mike. Exactly. And we didn't have to wake up early. Mm-mm. But we were up until midnight. Yeah, Mike I texted Mike and I was like I went on a three mile run the next morning. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, this was a mistake. Uh, he was like saying like, yeah. So it ended at midnight. He probably got home around like 1230 or no, 1220. He doesn't live that far. Yeah. My goodness. Uh, so he got home late. He had to get up for work at five in the morning. Oh, my goodness. I didn't know that. He could have yeah, left. I know. But it was, a, it was a fun time. No, I know. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Like, they know that it's on a Thursday. Like, why didn't they do this on a Friday night? Yeah. They can go till midnight on a Friday night. Like, I still would be upset that it was so long. But I think it was just too long for a Thursday night mm-hmm. where a lot of people had work the next day. So talking about... Oopsies. So talking about best action adventure game, uh, God of War won. Really well deserved. Uh, but it was up against Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Marvel Spider-Man, Red Dead Redemption 2. I'm so happy that didn't win. And Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I personally think Spider-Man should have won it. Because God of War was a good action-adventure game. But I I just really wanted to see Spider-Man win one award. Yeah, but Spider-Man is only action. It's no adventure. There's an adventure. The adventure of web-slinging. But that's what I mean. Like, it didn't even cover all the bases. Yeah, whereas God of War, you're going on an adventure. You know, you're going on the the top of the mountain. Exactly. So Uh, I don't think Spider-Man should have won that. Sorry. Well, you know what? Anyways. um, But 
there's other game awards coming out there's a dice awards there's uh well kind of funny uh game showcase is actually streaming today uh 1 p.m eastern standard time uh i don't think that matters to you listener but uh yeah again closing thoughts on that i think spider-man should have won at least one award i think you're right i think it went on a little bit too much but overall i think this was the best game awards ever because if you saw the game awards when it was still on spike it was just so cringy and that's the thing you can be cringy at an awards uh thing like i think cringe comes with award ceremonies yeah. it has to be but with when it was on spike uh it was all about like like gamers choice with mountain dew and doritos and um like they had weird celebrities they had porn stars at one point presenting awards it was so weird and well that came with this this, this stereotype exactly about gamers. gamers that they were just disgusting human beings yeah. so i think yeah. that just was with the times which on monday's episode if you're listening to us we, we uploaded this on saturday on monday's episode we're going to be talking about why the game awards is important for the gaming industry and spoiler alert we're going to be talking about it it makes respect towards gamers because in the spike awards it was all about like yeah gamers just want to drink mountain dew and they like porn and it's just like they're just sloppy people whereas this game awards it was very respectful it was but we don't want to get too into it or give any away but that's what we're going to be talking about uh why is the game awards so important to the gaming yeah. industry um so consider this part one of the game awards thing i guess so yeah but yeah god of war well deserved all around a great show uh some cringe moments like with pepe the shrimp and ninja that, I was, thought that was funny no it was funny it was just cringy like it was cringy funny like it was just yeah um my wife is giving me the please wrap it up <laughs> <laughs> There's actually two signs. Oh, this is my last yeah. thought. My, my last. I like to thank my dog. Um, there was actually two signs. There was uh, wrap it up, and then it had red alert. Please wrap it up, like flashing. Well, no, please wrap it up was first. Oh, red please wrap flashing it. was just wrap, wrap it, up it up in really big letters. <laughs> really big letters. It was so funny. All right, so that does it with our impressions of the 2018 Game Awards. We're gonna do this every year, of course. Um, but stay tuned for Monday's uh, episode. We're, we're going to do a regular segment with game news and tabletop topics about why are the game awards so important for the gaming industry. So we'll talk to you then. I, I didn't say see you then. We'll talk to you then. Good job. We'll discuss it then. Uh, we'll talk to you on Monday where we talk about that. We love you very much. Have a good weekend.